In today's episode of the STEM Space, Claire shares an epiphany she had about teaching engineering to her students. Engineering and STEM tend to focus on identifying and solving a problem, but Claire proposes a shift for the way we frame engineering to one that is more inclusive, promotes empathy, and emphasizes growth mindset. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, Claire. Hey, how's it going? It's a busy time of the semester, and I feel like everything is happening at once, but things are going well. How about you? Yeah, I, I'm not sure, actually. I'm so overwhelmed with projects and things with grad school and my kids' school and all the stuff, that, but I think it's all working out. But I, I kind of had an epiphany that I wanted to Ooh. jump on a podcast and discuss. An epiphany? Is it related to STEM? It is, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay. Last time we were talking about was like your recipe for apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Recipes can be STEM. You know, you measure out the ingredients Very of the true. problem. You've solved the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this this is actual actual STEM epiphany. Okay, so I'm I've stepped back out of the classroom this year. But, you know, I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, almost almost 10-year-old and eight-year-old, wow. and then a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've seen as my kids have gotten older and as my kids and my students progress through school that I feel like I am failing them in a way, what? like an actual failure. I know we want to teach them failure, but this is this is like a bigger picture failure. I see so many kids these days that are searching for problems, something to be upset at. Can you relate mm. to this? Oh, yeah. There, you mean just like constant complaining? Yes. I mean, you have a teenager. That's <laughs> yeah, my husband's sister is living with us. Yes. <laughs> and lots of complaining. I don't know about these Gen Zers. <laughs> but okay, I that's interesting. So how does that relate to you as a teacher, though? So I realized that I'm also training them to look for problems. And this this is what I mean by that. When we look at the engineering design process, what is the first step? Identify the problem. Yep. (laughs) So are we telling them that there is a problem and you just need to always find problems? So they're always looking for what is wrong in a situation. And I feel like since we are trying to get them to relate to the real world in in what they're doing and the tools that we're equipping them with, are we also training them that in the real world, there's just all these problems that we need to constantly be fixing? Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting because that's never how I see it. Like when I, in my head as an engineer, I'm always trying to improve things and make them better. Mm-hmm. But you're right, because the way I've always like talked about engineering is we are problem solvers. And it's like step one, identify the problem. What is the problem? How can we use math and science to solve the problem? But I didn't ever think of that being a problem. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I want to rephrase it. And I, okay. I think it's just the word choice. I don't think it changes anything about 
how we teach it necessarily, but instead of using the word problem, can we use opportunity? Ooh. Identify the opportunity because that involves a problem, also involves improving something that's not broken, Mm -hmm. right? Which engineers, there's like the whole joke about fixing things that aren't broken. Like you shouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it's an opportunity, an opportunity to make something better. So I feel like if we can instill this mindset, it more fits within the growth mindset as well. If we can always improve things and we're not stuck mm-hmm. and we also don't have problems. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually that's really interesting because when I do presentations about engineering in general and I talk about engineers solve problems to make our lives happier healthier, you know, just better overall. And one of the examples I give is engineers, like civil engineers design roller coasters. So we have like the world's fastest roller coaster. And I'm always like, that's not really a problem (laughs) to have a roller. Like we're not solving a problem, but it's definitely an opportunity to have fun. And so that better captures more broadly, like what we are trying to do in this field of engineering and just in our lives in general is this, where is the opportunity for improvement perhaps? Yes. Or even, but it doesn't even have to be improvement because it could be just an opportunity, something totally brand new that we hadn't even considered as a problem because it wasn't affecting us, but we didn't know that there was like a better way. Right. Yes. Yes. Hmm. That's, I like that. And that wasn't covered before. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing novel can be improved. So Right. So like we have phones, but before there were phones, there were other ways of communicating. Sure, it was like slow, (laughs) but there weren't, it wasn't necessarily seen as a problem, but it was an opportunity to connect ourselves in quicker ways. And like the internet came about. So yeah, that's real. I have to think about this because it's like totally reframing our definition of how we introduce and think about engineers. Yes. Yes. I think it has the potential to be really uh, shifts the way that we approach anything in STEM. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what that looks like as far as just changing a word in the engineering design process or coming up with new ways that we uh, search or define a problem. Do we, how do we define an opportunity? You know, when you define a problem, you look for something to fix. What are the constraints on around being able to fix it? But if it's something totally new, how do you define that? So yeah. I need to think about this a little bit more. But I feel like it would be really important to impress upon, especially young children, that not everything's broken. We don't have to go around trying to fix things. But we do want to be here so that we're able to make life better for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we're teaching you these skills. It's not for you to make good grades. It's not for you to build a craft that you go and sit in your room and your mom gets mad because you keep it forever and it's just trash. But (laughs) not to be very specific, but because, (laughs) but because you're, we're using our knowledge that we've been given so that you can improve life. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity, not a problem. And I was, I mean, being a little harsh with the Gen Zers earlier, but that is something that I have noticed is they really care. 
and they're constantly looking for ways to make their own lives better and people around them. They're very conscious about like the environment. And I know politics is like a really hot issue, but people are engaged. And I think that connects to this idea of opportunity is what can I do to make a difference is a much more positive outlook than that's wrong. That's wrong. Like identify the problem, right? <laughs> what mm-hmm. is like a negative versus a positive half full, half empty, you know, perspective. So that, but I, I'm also thinking, okay, so we have our engineering design process, right? And we're like, identify the problem. So is that just going to be like, find the opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, there, I still think that there's engineering design challenges that are very problem specific, For right? Sure. So I don't know, fi- design a device that does this is solving a specific challenge. Yes. The problems are still there. And we still need to fix those. But I think that's too narrow. I think we need to broaden it into opportunity. And that brings in the empathy piece Mm -hmm. of, you know, what looking at ways to make other people's lives just easier, not our, just our own. And how can we work towards a common good, you know, making things just a better world (laughs) to be in. And so I like that. I, I'm going to have to think also how you can translate that into just like even the stage three challenges, right? Where they have like design. This is like an opportunity, right? We're going to Mars. Yes. <laughs> what can you do with that opportunity in designing a habitat, creating the next Starbucks? I don't know. Like that's really what commercially commercialization is. It's like finding that opportunity. Yes. I think it makes it more exciting thinking about it that way. And also helps, I think, with failure. Because if you think about failure, if you're trying to solve a problem and then you fail at it, like, man, you didn't solve the problem. Like, that could be really bad. But what if it's an opportunity and you failed? Oh, man. Okay, let me try again because it's an opportunity. See if I can see if I can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it just seems more friendly. I don't know the right word. (laughs) Well, it's also, we've talked before about these like entrepreneurship challenges, Mm -hmm. you know, and like invention convention or this smart city design challenge that I'm part of where the kids are looking for opportunities. That's really the right word in their city on how can we, you know, be more efficient with transportation? How can we reduce emissions? Like these are all opportunities and several are linked to some bigger problem, but they don't necessarily have to be. And so that's my takeaway from this. This makes it bigger. It's more capturing of what we want to get out of engineering in our classrooms and how it can reflect their own lives. And it's it's like a very positive way. I had never thought of this, Claire. I had never thought to change that word. It is in like every slide (laughs) that I have used. Why? (laughs) We're like eight years in here. (laughs) I know. And it seems really simple, but I don't know. It just, just hit me as something that could make a big difference. Were you when this happened? (laughs) Where good ideas all come from. The shower. shower. Yes. Love it. That's where you just like have calm and there's nothing like bothering you. Sometimes there's screaming babies outside my door when I take a shower. (laughs) The problem is though, is a lot of the times, I mean, 
I'm pretty sure I'd be a billionaire because I have all these inventions from the things that I come up with the shower. But as soon as you like get out of the shower and like get ready for bed or whatever, if you're doing it in the morning, it's totally gone. Why is that? (laughs) But this one stuck with me. So I'm, I'm really glad that we're able to talk about it. (laughs) Or maybe they seem like epiphanies in the moment. (laughs) And then afterwards you're like telling your husband and he's like, no, No, that's dumb. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I'm just going to stick with, they were really good opportunities. (laughs) Yeah. Or, okay. So then you need to invent, well, this is probably already done. This is an opportunity to create a waterproof pad for writing. It exists. I've looked it up. Yeah. I just haven't bought one yet. Maybe I'll do that. (laughs) We'll link it in the show notes. (laughs) Exactly. Once we find it. (laughs) But for now, I think my next step is I'm going to create, we have the the engineering design process um, slides that are useful for any challenge. I'm going to make a version of those that just replaces that word for opportunities. So if anybody wants to use that and start reframing the way that you do the engineering design process in your classroom, give it a try and then let us know uh, what your students, how they respond to that. Yeah. I love that. And I would love to get other feedback from, like you said, from educators. Do you see a problem with using the word problem <laughs> in engineering design is opportunity a better way to frame it. Thank you, Claire, for sharing that epiphany. And for now, STEM space out.